Welcome to If You Like, Then You'll Love, where we appreciate the classics by looking through the lens of today's popular culture. We're so glad that you've decided to join us. Hi, I'm Jovi Godfrey, and today in the studio, we are welcoming David Gilbert. Hello. Chris Yee. Hello. And Dr. Tim Bartell. Hello there. Today's topic is. General <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should do the whole British accent or not. Well, we're getting started. Today's topic is if you like Spider Man, then you'll love War and Peace. Chris, Spider Man to War and Peace. Oh, yeah. So I want you guys to, to, to sort of empty your minds and picture something. Um, imagine imagine you're, you're, you're watching a, a tale unfold in front of you. Right, it's a tale about an awkward young man who just can't quite fit in wherever he goes. He's just a little out of place, he's a little confused, um, but he means really well, he's got a heart of gold. And then one day, you know, something unexpected happens that gives him this brand new power that he doesn't actually know how to wield all that well. Mm -hmm. And as a result of the way in which he doesn't know how to wield this power, he makes one bad decision that kind of ruins a good portion of his life afterwards huh. and sends him on this like sort of <laughs> journey into discovering himself and what matters and what is good in the world. Hmm. What would you say you think I'm talking about right now? Before anyone answers, do this for us. For our audience who's, I mean, I'm sure our audience is very familiar with Spider-Man. Yeah. But for our audience who is not familiar, for those that are not familiar with War and Peace, Give us a quick 60 seconds. Okay, well, you know, for spoiler alert, if you were going to talk, well, I was who I was talking about was obviously uh, Pierre from Warren <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's not wrong. I know, I know. And I was, I was waiting for, that. like, uh, the <laughs> while still joins, using his powers. Yeah, right. right. Yes. Yes. Uh, and tries to um. assassinate Napoleon. <laughs> so War and Peace, it's, it's really hard to say what War and Peace is about because it's sort of a book about everything. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's, it's like a lot of, uh, yeah, this Napoleonic Wars in Russia, Russia's response to the Napoleonic Wars, but like both in the, um, you know, dinner parties of uh, society and on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. And you get to see, I think, like the whole gamut of, of, of people just experiencing... Um, Experiencing sort of the, yeah, Napoleon and all of his greatness and uh, horridness at the same time right. and, and, and react to him accordingly. And so uh, Pierre is one of the characters that you follow through that book. And yeah, I just happen to think that he reminds me remarkably of an awkward young science geek uh, and reporter for oh. the Daily Bugle uh, by the name of Peter Parker. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm curious, Peter Parker's big mistake, right, is that he accidentally um, gets his uncle killed. Mm -hmm. um, Pierre's mistake is that he gets married? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, he marries the wrong woman. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. Right. Because it's like, you know, you're the awkward kid that suddenly comes into a bunch of money. Yeah, spoiler alert. Sorry, sorry. It's not, it's not superpowers that Pierre gets. It's, right. it's, it's money. Wealth. Mm -hmm. um, but that superpower. is the superpower right. of yeah. the Imperial Russian era. Right, yeah. And, and you know, America and, you know, all of everything else. Like, it's Bruce yeah. Wayne's superpower. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, right. But, yeah, so, 
so suddenly he's this awkward dude that like has the attention of people that are trying to social climb and so the first beautiful woman that pays attention to him he's like I'm going to marry you yeah. and it doesn't really matter to okay, him. Okay, plot point to be fair, he doesn't do anything th- to get married. He's so awkward around the girl. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. The dad of the girl who's really ready for it to happen just walks in and says, "Well, congratulations." And then they get married. So yeah. he's Sort of like I mean, he's very awkward. It's yeah, going. sort of like if you were like an awkward young man who just got stiffed out of some cash from winning a wrestling match, and so when the guy that stiffed you on the cash got robbed, you just sort of stepped out of the way and didn't do anything, mm-hmm. and then suddenly your uncle's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. It's passivity from awkwardness yeah. that kind of leads to the downfall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because in particular, it's I, I like how you set it up of like he doesn't know how to use his power. And it's the it's the inability to use the power or, or inability to know how to use the power that leads to the the messing up of the life. Right. Yeah, I like that. I like the awkward, mm-hmm. awkward kid part. Yeah. So early in the early in War and Peace, there's there there are those parts where like somebody walks in the room and Pierre's in there, and he's like pretending he's sword fighting people, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. You know, six four. He's really big. He's awkward. He doesn't realize that other people are watching. In his uh-huh. spare time, he's sword fighting the air. You know, he's yeah. shadow sword fighting. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I think uh, you know this. This, if you like, you love, could be a, a bit of a stretch. Like this mm-hmm. could be just a personal thing for me. But mm-hmm. I felt so. You know, I first encountered Spider Man. I think I was like in sixth grade or something like that. The first time someone like showed me a Spider-Man cartoon or something or I think I had a buddy that had like one of those old you know those like the visual guide too and then it was like every page had a different Spider-Man villain and it was Mm -hmm. all of like the lore and the background and stuff and I I would just sit in his room and read it and I was like this is so cool Um, but I think Spider-Man really appealed to me because like you know I you guys generally know maybe you don't know I don't know I I was really young for my grade growing up so I was always a super awkward kid like I don't know if you can imagine a 12-year-old boy yeah. walking onto a 3,000-student high school campus to yeah. start his first day of ninth grade. Yeah. That's a weird time. Like, mm-hmm. no one wants to be friends with that 12-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I just felt very – but I was there because I was smart, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Peter just felt like a really natural connection point for me. Yeah. And so it felt like, a oh, like, that's my superhero. Like, mm-hmm. the awkward, geeky, nerdy – dude that is just like he doesn't know what to do with himself but he has a heart of gold and he's trying yeah and then you know the first time I read War and Peace was I think a couple years into my like the beginning of my professional career where again like you know as someone who very much values like youthfulness and fun and all of that kind of stuff like walking into academia like being a being a teacher I constantly felt like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing here like, I know I'm not supposed to swear in front of the kids. Uh, <laughs> and I know that, I don't know, I guess I'm supposed to use big words and stuff. But, like, what what does it mean to be a teacher? I don't know. I don't feel like I fit in here. And so yeah. reading about this character who was, like, a little big, larger than life, loud, sword fighting the air during the middle of what should be, like, a fancy dinner party. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, look, it's me again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like awkward Spider-Man is now awkward Pierre. And it's like the same awkward, out-of-place but like really trying and like the way in which you see the really trying be the thing that ultimately matters and like makes it okay. I just think is really cool. I'm on board with this connection. I'm, I was not convinced, but I'm, I like (laughs) the connection to Pierre. Um, If, if we have like, I would love to see like in the Spider-Man comic book series, like 
uh, Stan Lee in the 70s or something breaking away and writing huge essays on the nature of free will. <laughs> that would just add to the, the tie-ins, you know? Yeah. The back of the comic book issue, it's like a 200-page essay. <laughs> right, yeah. Hey, it's a 50-page comic book. <laughs> well, and so th- this makes me think about sort of the Doc charm Ock of... is a slave to history. <laughs> Well, so so this, this this makes me think of like the the uniqueness of, of Peter Parker because I know that um, I know that comic book writers always run into the problem with Spider Man of Spider Man can never really grow up, right? Mm, right. Um, sure, you can have the like oh he and you know Mary Jane get married, but then you always have to be like wait now he's too old an adult we'll we'll restart we'll re you know have a you know, redo and we'll end up end with teenage Parker teenage Peter Parker again. Um, and I, I think it's interesting that there's a little bit of a, like, we can't make him grow up too much. Whereas Pierre, it's about him growing up. I, I never, I guess I never thought of War and Peace as a Bildungsroman, which is the fancy German word for a coming-of-age story, or a, a, bi- a romance of, of growing up. Well, and, and but this is where I love, uh, and this is, like, part of where I was getting the idea when we were talking about this, mm-hmm. um, this is major spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen the newest Spider-Man movie. Ah, yes. So stop. Yeah. Okay. Have you actually not seen it? <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I know. Don't. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I, mean, I just say have it. Have you seen promotional materials? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have. Okay. I have. It's where I love. You're going to spoil the. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. People should know by now. No, they pause. shouldn't. No, they no, no, get to I'm have their to own experience. Podcast, oh, not, on this not, podcast. Oh, on this podcast. Okay. Not, not, I'm not saying spoilers are okay. I'm saying this has been a long enough lead I in tend time now. to think that I know. I don't. I never think it's too. It's been too long. Like you should have seen it by now. I mm-hmm. never think that. I don't think that's true about The Sopranos. I don't think that's true about uh, Citizen Kane. Yeah, I was going to say, your, Rose, but your get first spoil, experience yeah. is. Like, spoiling a movie is a type of robbing mm. of an experience. Mm. So, continue with that in mind. <laughs> so it's it's Please. interesting that you ever talk about movies or books, then. Because there's always going to be someone around that can hear you that hasn't heard, read the thing or seen the thing. Like, you're on a podcast right now about a book and a movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, so this is weird, because <laughs> we were all fine with saying that Uncle Ben dies in the, the basic Spider-Man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, cultural knowledge. Yeah. So I guess what counts as a spoiler? Maybe that's getting off off subject. But <laughs> yeah, probably. You were, you All were of us to say, it, like, I think that the elder Spider-Man coming in as a mentor figure. Yes. And saying, like, look, kid, the, I remember where I when I, being where you were. Yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. you know, you, it, it keeps being hard, but it gets yeah. better. I think. Yeah. I think you kind of see that a little bit when you mm-hmm. start to get the sort of multiverses crashing in on each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, into the into the Spider Verse, this doesn't work quite as well because your your older Peter Parker is not exactly a, a role model of healthy adulthood. But mm-hmm. but um, that, that's what helps him become uh, right. a healthy adult too. Yeah. But but I think but I think the Tobey Maguire Spider Man coming back into the fold as like a sort of you know now by superhero age old man yeah uh you you get to see like oh yeah he's married and has settled down ish but he's still yeah. spider-man and yeah. like, this is how he's he's come into his own and this is yeah. how he's now able to help talk people through the trauma of losing their uncle ben or their aunt may or their whoever like you know mm-hmm. your your person that you've lost and you don't know how to deal with it is yeah i think that i think that's right i mean i think that's like plays with the comparison too like you you just see Pierre go grow up, 
mm-hmm. and figure out like where is their meaning and where is their significance in his relationships and mm-hmm. all that sort of thing and who he is mm-hmm. and he he bumbles around through it yeah and i and i think you see Peter just have this, like, and part of the reason I think that the comic writers keep him as a perpetual kid is because, like, he, I I think in so many ways, is always, like, the heart of the Marvel Universe, right? Like, when every other character is willing to, like, you know, go full Tony Stark and do the actual bad thing in order to make a good, like, just be full utilitarian, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Peter is just unwilling to do that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm playing actually I'm playing a video game right now that just came out mm. it's uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns uh, it's very fun um, uh, it's a little creepy it's like a little witchy and stuff like that because mm. it's you know about you know how Marvel gets into the whole like old yeah. Salem all that kind of stuff yeah. but um, there's totally a bit where like Venom has been corrupted by this like uh, this mother of demons that has been Ooh. brought back and there's this whole conversation that Peter has with every other hero in the game basically huh. being like look, Eddie's a jerk, but we can't kill him. Yeah. Like, he can be saved. Uh-huh. And everyone thinks he's crazy, because they're like, look at that flesh-eating monster who's ro- he's like mm-hmm. swinging around on slimy alien goo, talking about how he wants to eat our brains. Uh-huh. And Peter's like, yeah, but I know him. His name's Eddie Brock, mm-hmm. and like, he's not beyond redemption. Yeah. We will not kill him. Like, we will find a way to do this without killing him. Um, and I, I just think there's this like, yeah, I think, but there's that purity. I think Pierre yeah. has that same kind of purity in yeah. War and Peace yeah. of just being like in this novel where so many things are happening. There's so many characters and so many of them are making these like kind of sketchy decisions. Mm-hmm. I feel like Pierre, even in his folly, ends up being this like the beating heart of the novel and really yeah. like providing its moral compass. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I won't, I won't spoil the novel, but in the first <coughs> chapter or two, I guessed what was going to happen by the end of it. You did? Yes. Because I was like, oh, I know how this novel is going to turn out. And it was precisely because I felt like I naturally was like, Pierre is our hero. We have these other amazing young men who we follow, Andre and others. But it's Pierre who's, he's, yeah, he's it. I like this idea that the through line of the Marvel stories is always Spider-Man too. the original Civil War arc in the comics, it starts in the Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man comic series. You learn about that the Civil War is coming through Peter's eyes and his relationship with Tony. And then all of it goes down, and of course, Peter's on Tony's side and then realizes, I shouldn't be on Tony's side. And spoiler alert for 20 years ago, um, decides that maybe Cap is right all along. Um, and so it's, it's, it's a very interesting um, use, of, use of Peter as a, as a character. I like this. Okay, Peter's the main character of the MCU. I'm fine with that. <laughs> oh, I think, I think that's absolutely true, right? Yeah, yeah Spider-Man is the image of, mm-hmm. of Marvel. And we, maybe, I, like, X-Men gets an uptick, you know. X-Men comes yeah. later in, in the history of Marvel yeah. um, than Spider-Man. Uh, and it gets an uptick in the 90s with the television show and stuff. But Spider-Man oh, man, is always so cool. the... yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spider-Man is the... Is, and in the films, the X-Men films come out mm-hmm. just... The first X-Men film comes out right before the first Spider-Man film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, th- and I think I, if you don't get that Tobey Maguire trilogy, you probably don't have today's MCU. Right? No, like, that's the trilogy that lights, like, comic book movies on fire yeah. and turns it into a thing where people are like, oh, we could, like, make... We could make it so that all movies are this from now on. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, in 2000, 2000 2001, those are the two those are the movies that like jumpstart mm-hmm. all of all of the last, you know, world of 
superhero movies that you've watched for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and if we're if we're going to sort of uh, if we're going to sort of see Spider-Man as the one that it's easiest to latch onto, it had to be Spider-Man, right? It couldn't have been Blade or Wolverine or somebody else. It had to be that yeah. young boyish new to the world that we identified with to usher us into the new age. Well, because I'm pretty sure we had other stuff earlier, and yeah, it didn't did. really catch on in the same way. Like, uh, the Blade movies came out before the first yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, right? okay, that's true. The Blade, like, yeah, Blade movies come out in the 90s. Um, and Blade's awesome, but he's not, like, you're not going to latch on to him I don't think people associate like, with part of Marvel in the same way. Oh, really? Right? Yeah. yeah. I've always thought of him as the Marvel hero, but... Oh, know. he is. He, told, yeah, he totally yeah. is. I just don't think the people associated with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm going to cut you guys' conversation <laughs> right here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love it. And I'm just sitting back and watching. I don't know a whole lot about Spider-Man. I know probably more about War and Peace, but this has been awesome. And for any of our audience members, if you are really into Spider-Man and you're, you haven't checked out War and Peace and this has intrigued you in any way at all, check it out. You'll find some things probably that we haven't talked about. And thank you so much. That brings us to a close for today. for today. Thank you so much for listening to If You Like, Then You'll Love. If You Like, Then You'll Love is a podcast at the St. Constantine School. To learn more about St. Constantine Schools nationwide, St. Constantine College, and our annual vision conference in downtown Houston, please visit stconstantine.org. Until next time.